Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the All Things Georgia Call-In Show, presented by UJSports.com. I'm your host, Paul Meharry. Joined with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Andy Stowe. And Eddie from the A, we're not talking Atlanta. We're talking <laughs> Ackworth. We appreciate it. Sorry for the delay there. We normally get started at 7.30. My internet was not wanting to uh, cooperate, but we got it fixed. So uh, much like the Tennessee Volunteers did not want to cooperate yesterday at home for their fans in Neyland Stadium against the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia won 38-10. We'll touch on some Braves news. We'll touch on a little bit of Falcons news. And then we had some folks asking last night for some GHSA playoffs. So we'll bring that to you as well. Let us know where you're watching us from. It's always fun. We'll shout you out. We'll tag you. We'll put you up on the screen. And if you have any questions, make sure you put those in the comment section as well. We love to get those into the show as much as we can. I'll uh, start with you, Eddie. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I'll start with Andy. Andy didn't get to come on the show yesterday. I felt bad. Um, we I, had- I sat in the waiting room for 30 minutes. And he's like, yeah, he did. <laughs> we had a, we had a lot of folks um, that came on, and I just couldn't bring on Andy, and I apologize for that. So we'll start with Andy. We didn't get Andy's initial thoughts on the game yesterday. So, Andy, the floor is yours, my friend. So the Georgia Bulldogs go up to Knoxville and dominated for 59 minutes and 49 seconds. There was 11 seconds of the game that Tennessee was good. Georgia dominated the rest of the way. And you look at, like, Carson Beck, and that's what that's a topic of is he coming back, is he not. Um, he went 24 for 30 for 298 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, you know, 11 weeks ago, I think it was on the um, post-game overreaction show after the first game, I was like, we need a, co- a quarterback competition. Ten weeks ago, after the second game, I said, we need a quarterback competition. Fast forward to about two or three weeks ago, and Eddie sent me a text. He said, do you think the Falcons should draft Carson Beck? And I said, no, I don't think I want Carson Beck. You know what? The guy's good enough to lead Georgia to a national championship, and I think he's good enough to be the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. So, hey, I'm all in on the guy. I think he's that good. He has changed the way I feel about him. He looks incredible. Because if you think about it, Matt Ryan – he was really smart. He didn't have the, you know, the laser arm like, but he was really smart. And Carson Beck, they say he's really smart. So, I mean, obviously he can, he can read a defense as good as anyone. He's got more mobility than Matt Ryan. I mean, he's a little shifty to be quote unquote slow and he's got a mm-hmm. laser rocket arm. So, Hey, I'm all in on the guy. I think he's as so good as anybody you, right now. You just uh, compared Carson Beck to Matt Ryan. That's a hell of a way to open up the show. A uh, hell of a I way. I think he is a, a Matt Ryan in the brain. With more talent. Damn. All right, Eddie. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to be able to top that, but uh, 38 to 10, dogs are undefeated. You got one more game against, uh, like Steel Dog said, that uh, North Avenue Trade School. He's coming at us from Lake Oconee. We appreciate you watching Steel Dog. Appreciate everybody watching. But uh, yeah, one more game to go, Eddie. But last night, well, yesterday really, was uh, a sight to see, I think. It really was. And let me start this by saying I watched that game last night. And it was absolutely glorious. I woke up this morning, made a pot of coffee, sat down, listened to some post-game stuff, <laughs> opened up Twitter, watched the SEC recap. And then I got a text from Andy Stowe that says, <laughs> the Falcons are going with Desmond Ritter. And it just completely ruined my Sunday. Why did you have to bring up anything Falcons-related? 
I don't know. That's just what we do, I guess. Okay. Us, I, I, us loser Falcon fans just can't just can't get yes. rid of them. I, I read that and I was like, there goes my Sunday. But actually, I didn't let it ruin my Sunday. I just looked at it and I laughed at it and moved on. But I'm kidding, of course. Um, that was absolute domination. I'll say this, Paul. <clears throat> I am very proud to be a Georgia alum, obviously. Extremely proud of the past two years, right? Because that was beyond anything we could imagine. I am more proud of this team this year than I've ever been of anything in my life other than my children and my wife. That what I watched, what I've been, what I've watched, I said other than my children and my wife. What I've watched, Florida, Ole Miss, Mizzou, I'm out of order, it doesn't matter, Tennessee. They are just destroying teams that we have heard from everybody in the media that said this is the one that's going to get Georgia. Oh, no, this is the one that's going to get Georgia. Look out. Here they come. And we are laying wood on these teams. And by the way, we're not healthy, okay? We're still not healthy. You got you got your leader on the defense, JDJ, goes out. And a freshman comes in who can't even drink yet, okay? Can't. And he looks like an all-star. He looks like an MVP, right? This week. Perfect example. Lad McConkey's not healthy. I don't think Brock Bowers was 100%. And Dylan. Yeah. But he limped, off, he limped off last week, didn't he? Didn't he get. Yeah. yeah, he got dinged up again last week. He did. Dylan Bell goes off. I mean, it's just it, the next man up thing is so old and tired. That's exactly what this team is. And I am so damn proud to be a Georgia Bulldog right now. Just so damn proud. Dylan Bell was the second best quarterback in Knoxville yesterday. So, Damn, yep. Andy. Damn. Just saying. <laughs> That's shade, but truth. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, if you guys missed uh, the post-game overreaction show last night, we actually had Dylan Bell's dad come oh, on early on. Phenomenal. He was great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if, if you missed that, make sure you can either go back on YouTube and watch it or check out the podcast. Uh, he was he was excellent and glad that he was, he was you know, able to join us. And appreciate OU Herschel Walker, Chuck Ward, for bringing them on. So, uh, you know, we, we've got a great, great group of folks here that support UGA sports and um, you get stuff like that. So it's, it's always fun to have the best players dad show up uh, not 20 minutes after the game and, and tell you how he's feeling. You can see the emotion in him. Uh, and yeah, Dylan Bell, we, we kind of, you know, we came into here with some ideas, right. But we, I feel like we always do better when we're just kind of on the fly guys, to be honest. Yeah. And um, Dylan Bell was one that if you go back and look at the last few games, He's only touched the ball twice. That was two kick returns. Mm -hmm. And then you see the video. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Uh, Maria Martin, she oh. does great work over at 11 Alive. She had the video of Kirby looking around right before they ran out. And he taps Dylan on the head. And I tried to read lips. I really yeah. did. And I, I couldn't. I wanted, I In my head, I went with something like, you're going to eat or something like that. Um, or I've got you something along those lines, mm -hmm. but great video shot by shot by Maria. And it just kind of goes to show you that this team, anybody can step up and, you know, especially wide receiver. We've seen rah, rah. We've seen love it. They've all had a game each. Rosemary Jackson, had a, Rosemary Jackson. Wow. had a game yesterday, but then you had Dylan Bell step up and I'm not going to say out of nowhere, but you know, he's, the way that he stepped up yesterday just goes to show the depth of this team, guys. Yeah, and talking about that video, like you saw Kirby. He's standing out there, 100,000 people, 
and he knew what was about to happen. Like you just mm-hmm. look at his face. He and he he taps him. You could tell Kirby's like, yeah, we're we're about to hurt their feelings. It, that just seeing him with that look, that confidence, I was like, man, this that's why George is so good because Kirby's leading the way. He it was just seeing that confidence is next level stuff. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Garrett Key says Eddie coming off the top rope with this team being the most he's ever been proud of. Even that twenty one team question mark yes. exclamation yes. point question mark yes yes yes. yes. That's how you feel? It, it it is because I mean that that twenty one team was just so dominant, right? And it, it, every week it was just like eh, another one. We just killed another one. That I, just just watching this team, and it's been hard to watch because we all want our team to go out there and just dominate. We can kick our feet up, and it's it, it's twenty one to nothing before you even look. We're down every game, it seems like, and and to watch this team grow up every week. And Carson Beck, I mean, we can talk about all the players we want, but my God, Carson Beck is a surgeon right now. Okay. Yeah. Jaden Daniels is probably going to win the Heisman. Carson Beck should be second. Well, I mean, you could throw Bo Nix in there, okay? Maybe third. But Carson Beck is just unbelievable right now. And who saw that coming? Who saw it coming? I don't. I mean, I guess Kirby and Bobo did. Yeah. You know, they're probably the only. They only, did. You know, the, the people inside Buttsmere, they're probably the only ones that really. You know, saw that coming. Did they, did they did they see it to this level, though? Do you think? Probably, I mean, probably not. I, I would no. think the, the guy is, and we saw it. He's grown up so much throughout this year too. First yeah. three, four games, guys. I mean, hell, half first half of the season, we we're like, man, those deep throws is just not. It's not in his repertoire. You know, like mm-hmm. he can hit up to about 20, 25 yards. You go any deeper than that, uh, it's a little iffy. Now he's just. I don't know if it's even so much. It is Carson. His his spirals have been phenomenal, everything like that. But oh. his receivers are getting open two, three steps on a seven yard route. I mean, it's it's really been you know nice to see from from that side of things. DG thirty four. Speaking of letting you know the other team <clears throat> score, he says. Uh, so do we keep the streak going and let Tech score first on Saturday? I it's hope been- Tech doesn't get a first down Saturday. I hope that team has negative yards. Okay, so. so- Let's dig into this a little bit because we're we're all three from I guess different generations. Andy, you you don't look as old as you are, but you are. Here we go. Here we go. Eddie, Eddie is you know um, Eddie had his dinner at four thirty and he'll be knocking out right now. Yeah. Um, and then you have me, you know, glowing and handsome, young. Um, so there's different generations here, guys. And we talked about this last night. And I want to get everybody's input. This watching the show as well. I don't look at this Georgia tech game as being a rivalry anymore. And I, I kind of wish that I could, my stepdad graduate of tech, my stepsister graduate of tech brother-in-law, huge tech fan. We went over there tonight. We celebrated uh, Thanksgiving early. Cause we all have kind of weird schedules coming up and not one piece of trash talk was had by the tech fans. They were happy. They went bowling. We talked about that, you know, that they're, they got to six wins, but it used to be, I had a best friend growing up tech fan. And, you know, we graduated high school in 2009. That was when they went, I think, to the Orange Bowl. I watched the game with him and his dad. It's not like that anymore. This is this game here. And, again, this is where it gets to generations, right? Because you go ask Jeff Danzler, You go ask Bill oh, Shane. Yeah. You go ask Kirby Smart. You go ask Eddie from Ackworth probably. Yeah, this game means something. To this younger generation, guys, 
it just doesn't. It's there. You have everything to lose and nothing to gain from this game. Eddie, I'll start with you because you want to be uh, on the other side of this. Well, I, I mean, I kind of see what you're saying, Paul. But if you look at the recent history, is Auburn a rival? We've been smacking their ass yeah, for years now. And, and I know what you're going to say because, yeah, Auburn's in the SEC. It's still a rival. It means something. I get all that. Yes, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm old school. I want to play Florida and Jacksonville. I want to go beat Tech's ass every year because it means something. It's a state rivalry. I know because you guys are younger. You look at Georgia Tech. They're kind of a eh, whatever. They're in the ACC. They're not that good. I freaking hate Georgia Tech, okay? I grew up hating Georgia Tech, and I want to beat them. And, and yeah, you could say it's it's a no-win situation for Georgia. I don't care. I want to play Georgia Tech every year and beat them. Every if, year. If this game was taken off the schedule, would you cry? Yes. yes. I want to play it every year. Okay, because here's DG34 makes a good point. He says, if slash win Tech ever beats us again, you will definitely see it as a rival again. Their fans are insufferable if they win. He is right about that. This is their Super Bowl. They could go one and one and eleven. As long as they beat Georgia, they call it they they hire that they extend the coach for three yep. years. Tom Gross, uh, he asked Tom asked like 17 questions last time, but he paid us, so I appreciate Tom. And uh, we were just giving him hell anyway. Tom says, I want to lose the tech game. It does nothing. I'd want to lose what? Oh, uh, lose the tech I game. Like, lose. The schedule. I was oh, like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't understand the tech, tech game off the schedule. It does nothing for everything tech for game. I'm 66. Okay. So Tom, you're going against the grain of your age group because I'm telling you what, your age group wants that game bad. Uh Steel Dog says, I go back to 1964. Hell yes, it's still a rivalry. Love the show, says Paul Creason. We appreciate that. He says, uh, let's keep the tech game. Tradition still means something. Rhett Womack, who I think is a little younger. He's probably around my age. He's beating tech never gets old. old. Absolutely. And then every last word says it's almost assured power five win every year. Yes, keep it. Andy, look, man, you're, you're about to jump to a heavy SEC schedule. And you know – Roddy made a good point on the show last night, and I'll repeat it. And I don't always say Roddy makes good points, so it's very rare. So, you know, you might need to clip this. He said, look, you dropped that tech game off, and you're 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 complaining about Georgia, Florida being at Jacksonville every year. Guess what? You drop that tech game off and you bring in a cupcake and you have a game every year at home. You don't have to, you have an extra home game every year. This year, obviously, you, you went to Jacksonville and you have to go to Atlanta, right? And so you don't have as many opportunities to recruit at home. You have both those games away. <clears throat> Andy, am I wrong here? That's a very good point. So you kind of got me thinking. Here's the thing. In, in 1949 through 1956, Georgia Tech won eight in a row. Okay. There's nobody even – nobody – It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They have beat Georgia eight times. That is the only thing they have over Georgia is eight in a row. Georgia currently has five. When we win nine, I don't care if we never play the losers again. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to get that back. That's oh, so all I care about. You're saying that's the highest. Uh, yes, that is the most in the series. Yeah. That is the one thing left that they have. So, you know, they would always say 1990, 1990 when they got their half championship. Now, they the only thing they have left is the eight, eight games in a row. If we go out, we like I said, we got five now, win, you know, this week, that's six. Go win nine in a row, never play them again. I don't care because it really doesn't do anything for us. The biggest thing is if we were to lose to them, that is, this is the one game a year we can't lose is to Georgia Tech. Like, because if you lose to Florida, you say, well, you know what? It sucks, but at least it's a respectable opponent. 
Georgia Tech's not respectable. Go win the nine in a row, kick them off the schedule, never play them again. I don't care. So, Beyond Creative makes a good point. He says, I'm glad Tech went away from the triple option, that blocking they did. Knee injuries oh, there's no doubt about that. But I said this also last night, and I'll repeat it one more time. They need to go back to the triple option because yes, that's, that's when they were actually winning games. Yeah. <laughs> so, And Kirby used to say they had to start – practicing for them week one they have just a, a they had such a weird offense foster moss if gsp pulls you over in the atlanta area you get tech tickets <laughs> that's that's well done that's all right good. you say all that i want you guys to ask kirby smart and the players if yeah. they want to play georgia tech okay Kirby's i, I don't think the players it. care the players Look, don't care the players oh, the crap i think no. they absolutely care look at george pickens the other a few years ago Throwing that guy into the – you think that wasn't important to him? They want to anyway. beat the hell out of Tech. Look, look, look. They want to beat them because Kirby wants to beat them, and Kirby has instilled in them, you know, the, this – whatever he does, they like to do. Kirby hates Tech, so they're going to go out there and fight yeah. for their head coach. But if Kirby was, like, kind of nonchalant about Tech – They'd probably be nonchalant too. This isn't a this isn't a rivalry anymore, is what I'm getting at. And you're you're losing a home game potentially. You, you're going to a tougher SEC schedule. You're losing a, a home game that you could have every year if you get them off your schedule. And here's the problem: they're going to sli- they're going to FAFO one year and mm-hmm. beat Georgia randomly. And you're going to be like, damn, we probably should have taken them off three years ago when we had the chance, when we were moving conferences and we didn't have to keep them. And here they go. You know, they're, they're, they're out there doing it. But you got Jason Fox team playing Georgia Tech on a Tuesday behind old man Ridley's chicken house just as long as we beat them. You've got people that they want to see it. You know, I, Shoot, I don't know. We used to play, we used to play them on Thanksgiving Day. I remember that. That's when we'd play them. That, yeah, that'd be fun. But Saturday at, in Atlanta, Playing tech. I'm glad. Look, I'm glad that they're going bowling. Hopefully they can turn around and make this thing because you guys want to keep this rivalry, obviously. At least make it a rivalry, make it a, a good game. What's the spread for this thing? Have you guys it's seen 24? It? Yeah. 20, yeah. Wow. 24. Mm-hmm. Man, there was uh that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a blast. Just so much fun, guys. So glad it's a big rivalry and that that it's on the schedule. You know, and, and watch out, you know. Hope your hope your Saturday nights open, Eddie, because uh, this rivalry game it's going to be on ABC. So I don't. I just want to. I just so want to be. What's, a your, what's your alter, What's your alternative, Paul? What's your my, alternative? My alternative is you just bring in a because you're going to a larger SEC schedule. You bring in a cupcake and you have a home game that Kirby can recruit at every year. You bring in a cupcake. What What does that do for you? You put some butts in the seats. People go get to go to. Okay, Athens. so we bring in UMass this week. What does that do for you? It doesn't. Tell I mean, me. Tell me what that does for you. It gives you a home game every every year. You don't have to go up to Atlanta every other year. So you and think we're going to a what, nine what game? Is, so it's you're still, telling me all those recruits, all those big recruits, come sit on the sideline, and watch us beat the hell out of UMass, and they're like, "This is where I'm going. We beat the hell out of UMass." Seriously. I mean, but it's going to probably be a, the same amount of spread. It's a 24 and a half point spread against Tech. No, it's not. That'll be that'll be larger than that. I mean, yeah, come well, on. okay, but you're maybe not bringing UMass, but bringing Georgia Southern. Bring in, yeah, right here, Foster Moss. Perfect. I didn't even see this. Rotate Southern State and Tech. Let them all come in once a year. Bring the Georgia Southern Eagles up from Statesboro. Bring State down. Pay them a little bit of money. That's all I'm getting at. Um, I don't know, man. It's. 
look, next week there's going to be the the older generation, and not knocking it, they're like, oh man, love a good tech whooping. There's going to be the younger generation that's like, yeah, you know, it's it is what it is. Yeah. Now, Dogfather does. Dogfather makes a good point. On the flip yeah. side, as a season ticket holder, if we had a proverbial UMass on the schedule this week, I'm selling those tickets and using the money for the SC championship game. Yep. That's fine. That's fine. Nicholas ha- uh, Nicole Haas says season ticket holders don't want to watch a cupcake. I get it. Maybe don't bring in a cupcake, but I don't know. Just anyways, I've gone on this rant for too long. Uh, so if we're going to a nine-game SEC schedule, that's yeah. what's going to happen. So you have nine. So then if you keep tech, that's ten. That's ten Power Five games. And then you have one other Power Five game. And then Probably as Bill Shanks calls – and Bill calls it a cla- uh, cash, cash for clunker. Cash for clunker, yeah. So, yeah. so, you've, so you get one easy game a year. You could have two if you take tech off. I don't know. Tech's an easy game. I would keep them on the schedule. I say yeah, least, until, until they bite your ass one year, Andy, and you look back on it and you say, man, I wish we would have been playing UMass. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I, I, but, I, but the only thing I, is, it, uh, I think somebody, Auburn was a 20-something favorite and lost. That's the thing. I would – would you rather lose to Georgia Tech or UMass? I mean – Or New Mexico State. Who? I mean so, – yeah, uh, this, is, this is the problem. This is kind of the problem, though. Randy Payne brings up a good point. We can switch off this topic because, you know, okay. it's not going anywhere. It's we're Georgia everybody, Tech. We're yes. everybody. Were we Tennessee? Exactly. We were Tennessee Super Bowl. We were the Florida Gator Super Bowl. We were the Missouri Tigers Super Bowl. South Carolina. So stupid. No, I think I think we are. Tech could be one in one and eleven as long as they beat Georgia. They're extending Brinke. That's oh, yeah, you're for, oh, that's 100% correct. It's you're a little right. different with Tech, Eddie. Everybody looks at Georgia as a Super Bowl with Tech. Hey, Paul, guess what's not happening Saturday night? Brent Key is not beating the University of Georgia, period. I didn't say he was. I didn't say he was. <laughs> it's not happening this weekend. It may in a couple of years. We'll deal with that later. It's not happening this Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things, right? And. I, I think but I can I can I can see your side of it. I, I absolutely can. I understand and, where and you're coming from. Would you be before we get off topic real quick? Would you be upset if Tech got good and the game actually you know was a back and forth? You want to whoop their ass every year, but what if they look you know what if they win eight games and you and you can do something to them like keep them out of the ACC title or something? like Yeah, that. exactly. I mean, I, I can't do that. And that's right on now. Tech, but that's on Tech. I mean, that's not our problem, right? They Tech's have a long league. way to go to be to be competitive with Georgia. That's what Absolutely. even at eight eight wins. What does that mean? That is a look at what we did versus powerhouse Tennessee yesterday. I mean, yeah, I don't care. They can get eight wins and we'll still curb stomp them. So, so looking past that game because it's just, just going to be a night game. It'll be fun, right? In Atlanta, they always have some good shots of the cameras over, you know, city of Atlanta, things like that. Mm-hmm. When's the last time they played a night game up in Atlanta, Georgia? Oh, heck, it's been a I while. Don't, I, can't yeah, I don't remember. It. I was shocked it wasn't twelve noon. I, that guy yeah. was surprising. Yeah, we can actually cool. sit down and watch Ohio State Michigan. Is what we can do. Hey, this the game. Is- this is what I said. Uh, Foster says, don't eat too many varsity chili dogs before kickoff. You want to have fun at the Tech game? Go to the varsity, eat about four or five chili dogs, and see if you can make it through the whole game without having to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That'll be more fun than watching that game. I promise you that. Um, you know, See if you can make it through the whole game. We got the dog father right here. What's up? All right. What's up? JT. What's going on, boys? How much? Right. Going? Hey, wait. Before we go anywhere, I want to hear JT's view on this. That's what I was just about to ask him. You're you're in the uh, the elder statesman of Georgia yeah. fans, if right. you will. Here we go. Um, you know, are you with Eddie here that this game is you know the oh it's the bee's knees. 
I mean, you know, I, I put in there a while ago on the flip side, you know, if we've got the proverbial UMass, I'm selling those tickets. But, you know, I've been in attendance a couple of times when tech has beat us and it's never a good feeling. So, you know, what do you do? You got to weigh your options. Would I rather keep tech on the schedule than a, another cupcake? Yes, that's what I had rather do. Yeah. Okay. Let's say this, Paul. What if you like this year we, we played Ball State instead of Oklahoma and everybody's like schedule sucks, schedule sucks, schedule sucks. Two years ago, or last year, we opened up with Oregon, and the year before, we opened up with Clemson. Would you rather have the Clemson, the Oregon game, or would you rather have Ball State? I'd probably rather have Clemson, Oregon. Okay, so that's what I mean. I know Tech's not Clemson, and they're not Oregon, but like, right. But I think I don't know. I think it's a. I think we got to keep them. I don't know. As long as we win three in a row, then we can figure it out. Let's just go win three straight, and and then come back and talk about it after we get the nine wins. So. Well, moving forward. Right, you talked about selling those tickets if you could. There is a game going to be in uh, Atlanta, a, a bigger game the next weekend. Uh, Georgia has to make the trip up the interstate to play Alabama, where they've played. Good God, I mean, I want to say they've played five or six games in there in the past few years. It's unbelievable how many times Georgia's played inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and you know, another tough game, right? And Kirby doesn't want to look forward. Right. He doesn't want to look past tech and he's done a good job with his team of keeping them focused on the next opponent. And even you even hear in the interviews, they're they're talking, you know, yeah, we got to focus on, you know, tech this week. They're a good yeah. team. You know, they people will try to bait them with, hey, so what about Alabama, Jalen Milrow? Mm -hmm. No one will mm -hmm. talk about it. We're not on the team, though. We can talk about it. So moving forward to Bama, which I've got a question. Everybody says Bama's heating up. You go look at their schedule and look at what Georgia's done. I, I would beg to say Georgia's heated up more in this last month than Alabama has. And guess what? Alabama is the talk of the town. Eddie, I'll let you go first and then throw it around to the guys. Well, I mean, you make great points. I mean, Kirby and the team just, just have this focus on the next game at hand. They're not going to even talk about it. But you know in the back of their mind they're thinking about it for sure because Bama is the one that's coming. And – I'm going to turn this around a little bit, Paul. I don't know if you want me to do this at this point or not. <clears throat> Has Georgia made the case with these past four games that regardless of the outcome of the SEC here. championship, regardless, they go? Because in my mind, and I know I'm biased, they have. They have absolutely made the case that they're the best team in the country. Okay? Period. Point blank. And if they go up – and lose to Alabama by three points, they should be in. I don't care what else happens. Go ahead, what do you JT. Think, what do you think, JT? I make this point to the audience I have on TikTok all the time. Um, do I think Georgia would be deserving in that scenario? I absolutely do. If it's a close loss to Alabama, yes, I believe that. But on the flip side, if I am trying to be as unbiased as I can, and I'm on that college football playoff committee. If you have an undefeated Michigan or Ohio State, which one of those will be, an undefeated Washington, an undefeated Florida State, at that Florida point State you're looking undefeated. I, I'm I'm yeah. just saying the proverbial if they win yeah. out, they could, yeah, they yeah. could, yeah, they definitely could because they got Florida and, and it'll be. It's and then be, if Alabama um, wins the SEC championship, that's the only factor to me. So what we're looking at as as Georgia fans, we need one of those teams to lose at least one or two more. And, and I guess that's the caveat I should have said, right? I mean, one of those teams is probably going to lose a game here and there. Um, but 
all I heard all year going into these four games was Georgia resume. Georgia's resume is terrible. They played nobody. They've done nothing. And then it was Florida. Oh, Florida's going to get them. Oh, Ole Miss is going to get them. Missouri's going to get them. Now Tennessee's going to get them. And we just laid waste to all four of those teams. Our resume, think- our resume is better than Bama's right now, period. Yeah. Yeah, but I also think that most of the fan base, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but if you would have told them, hey, the other side of this, you're going to come out 4-0, they'd be like, at that point, before playing Florida, like, man, that's, uh, you know, I could see that. What's the what's the chances of that happening? 75% maybe. That You know, folks thought there was going to be a slip-up game in there. These This right. dogs team has gotten a lot better from Florida until yesterday's game. So, you know, the, the whole thing, though, is that they are <clears> – <throat> They are really hyping up Alabama. They are. And it, oh, it's yeah. not the, – the Georgia hype just isn't there, even off of winning back-to-back national titles. Andy, I mean, it, if the dogs – Eddie asked it, right? And I don't even want to think this way because I think they'll beat them. If the dogs lose, though, you know, is there room for them in the playoff? Well, that depends. So you have Washington who's going to play Oregon. They got Oregon ranked six right now. I think Oregon is going to beat – I think they're going to beat Washington. I, and I do really? believe they're going to beat Oregon State as well. So I think they'll go into that – I think they'll end up being 12-1 and one and winning the Pac-10, Pac-12, okay. whatever you, you want to call there's, it. there's one team. Pac-6, okay. whatever it is. Pac-2. Is it Pac-2 next year? It'll be Pac. By, Pac. by the end of uh, Saturday, I think it'll be the Pac-2. Yeah, it is. It's going to be the two pack next year. Yeah, so, um, but so you have Ohio State and Michigan. Somebody's losing that game. I think Ohio State's going to win the game. Um, so that means I. So I believe you'll have a undefeated Georgia, an undefeated Ohio State, and then I think Florida State's going to beat Florida, even without the quarterback. I just I don't think Florida's that good. And then and then I. I could see Louisville though beating Florida State. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Still gotta play Louisville. So if well, Louisville yeah, then beats, then they're a one loss. They're a one loss ACC team. JT. They are, but they're they not gonna. Are. They're not gonna pass Georgia. They would not pass and, Georgia. The, mm-hmm. Here's the issue: Texas. If Texas wins their um, their conference championship, they're gonna jump because they already beat Alabama. And the thing with Florida State, we have to remember is they did lose Jordan Travis this past week. So I would right. I want to see what they do against Florida uh, this coming week, just to see what they look like in that area. I think they're going to beat Florida because they lost Graham Mertz as well. I do and, too. I just want to see their quarterback situation, see how they look. Yeah, they got the the Tate Rodmaker kid from South Georgia out there mm-hmm. yeah, that thing. Um, the problem is though, it boils down to if you have all those teams win. And Georgia ends up losing this SEC championship game. There's there is a way that they get bumped all the way out. I think, and it's unfair because you could probably ask any of those teams, Sands Alabama. Hey, who do you want to play? Who do you not want to play in this Georgia? Georgia, and they might not be in there. That's that's the only kind of gripe here with this playoff situation. And then once it gets to twelve teams, it's gonna there's gonna be more gripes yeah. there. 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah. and then they'll right. say let's expand four more people. And then before long, we're gonna be at sixty four. Well, the, gri- like- the gripes will be a lot smaller at that point. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you I mean, won't. Like, if you yeah. go look at the teams that are 13, 14, 15 right now, yeah, you, you don't like. You can't really complain. You've put yeah. yourself in that position. No. Yeah, yeah, but you look at the playoffs. Say it expands. Look at what we've done to the nine. I mean, we're dominating. Th- th- this is what drives me crazy. This is what drives me crazy about it. An earlier loss like Alabama to Texas is meaningless now. Okay, and the Georgia loss to Alabama, if it happens, is glorified. Yeah. Right. And 
And that to me is not right. I mean, was that was that loss just forgotten now? Did that not happen? That's oh, what that's drives right. me crazy about the way they were talking about it on I think game day or, or college game college recap or whatever. And they were talking about this scenario and they was like, Well, Alabama's a lot better now than they were when they lost to Texas. And that's true. And I believe they would beat Texas right now if they played again. But I would agree with that. And let me ask you this with Texas, and I've made this point a couple of times too, with that loss to Oklahoma and Oklahoma's two losses since then, doesn't that mm-hmm. have to play into their mm-hmm. resume somewhat? Mm-hmm. You Absolutely think. it does. I think you look at you look at how Georgia played Tennessee and then you look at how Alabama played Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. had more yards than Alabama did. They're winning a half. Yeah. Does that not play a factor into it? There's going to be a lot of a lot of upset now. This thing could work itself out perfectly, and I'm, I'm sure that the college football playoff committee is hoping that it goes this way. Georgia knocks off Bama, they're gone. Oregon, yep. Washington, they figure out who's going to come from there. You've got one from there. Michigan, Ohio State, you've got one from there. Then that leaves that last spot for either Florida State or Texas, whoever shows up these last few games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their hands are clean. They're out yep. of it. Yeah. The chaos usually happen. doesn't happen. It, 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 it usually doesn't happen. Georgia's mm-hmm. going 13-0. Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Kirby is Kirby's not going to let it happen. He he knows what's at stake. This is I like Georgia. Andy's idea. Georgia yeah. is going to fix whatever all these little scenarios we're going over. It's not going to matter because come December the second or whatever that day is, Georgia's going to win that game. So. Unless I show up to it. No, yeah. don't go. Don't go. The the last forty five games, Georgia's forty four and one. Can you guess which game? I've been to three of them in the press box, but uh, which game I, I went to? I'm assuming you went to the to the SEC championship game. I was there. Yeah, I was there. I was there. I was too. And, and you know did. what, Paul? I left with my wife in that game, and I and this was before we'd won anything. And I said, I'm just about done. I don't know that I can do this anymore because it's just become so <laughs> painful. And what happened two games later? I, I know, I know, but we couldn't have predicted that, right? I was just like – I've been through this so many times. It's just so hard. We've built to this. We're not going to win the national championship. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. And then we went down there and we destroyed Michigan in the Orange Bowl. And we went up to Indianapolis and and showed them what what the real thing was. Look, they have – you think about it. Georgia is – once they beat these losers next weekend, that will be the third straight undefeated regular season. And the only loss is one sandwiched game in the SEC championship game against Bama. It's ridiculous. It's it really ridiculous. It is crazy. I mean, our last our last regular season game we lost was against the wheel route and Dan Mullen in Florida. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. Yep. It's, um, here's it's a crazy, crazy here's a crazy stat. I want I need you to fact check this, Andy, because I've haven't seen Mikey B around, but I'm sure he's probably right. He says, I know it's the ACC, but tech has more yards passing and rushing than Bama. He said, Yeah, I know Milro has improved, but they are ranked like in the 60s on offense. That's crazy. Hey, shout out to Buster Faulkner, JT, going over there to Tech. He was a, and folks don't know this, he was an unsung hero with Stetson Bennett. That man with his eyes and ears on the sidelines when Todd Munkin was in the box. This man was over there showing him, you know, everything. And then he goes and becomes the offensive coordinator over at Georgia Tech. And, I mean, he took took that offense with him. And, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, knocking that right if if it works take it with you and he's done a hell of a job over at tech uh okay so, so he is correct um haynes king has 2597 yards he has 26 touchdowns and he has a he has a qbr of 73.4 
And Jalen Milrow has 2,267 yards, 19 touchdowns, and an 83.6. But the difference is Jalen Milrow's only thrown six interceptions. Haynes King's thrown 15. Damn. So, yeah, that is a lot. So, I got, two, I, got, I got two words for that before you go any further. Bowling green. Yeah. Said. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, JT, you want to stick around and talk some Braves with us, or are you just dogs only? I will, but if we're, if we're going to move on, I have to make this one point. If you'll bear with me just one minute, you know, you wasn't that so score. nice when we saw when we saw we didn't have Lad, and then Ra Ra went out. We didn't have to use any excuses when we were able to bring some other receivers in that we were able to recruit and develop. Oh, that wasn't I, see nice. I see where you're going with this. I see where you're, you're taking a little pot shot at uh, Ryan and uh, Ohio State up there, huh? No, no, no. I know what he's doing. Mechie and Williams. That's what he's Williams. Yeah. He's talking about Mechie and Williams. That's exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Well, don't forget about Tennessee. They're still talking about not having Jalen Hyatt. And I was, God. <laughs> yeah. It, good call there, JT. Good call. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah. Matthew said Bama and Ohio State. They, they both yeah. did. And, and Tennessee and South Carolina. Don't just keep ringing them off. They all have yeah. excuses. God. Depth is a beautiful thing, DG34 says it is. It is. When you can have Dylan Bell come out there and, and show out like that and not catch a pass or have a uh, any type of rush in the last two games and do what yeah. he did was pretty spectacular. So Could we not get Dylan a rushing touchdown for the hat trick? I mean, I, I, don't, know. Know. I, don't, I don't want it. Yeah. I mean, could they not get – they tried to get Carson Beck those last two yards to get to 300. They yeah, kept I him know. in there. They did. They kept yeah. him in there forever. Um, and They even tried to – They didn't they try to throw a pass and it was incomplete or something like yeah. that right there yeah. at the end? Yeah. Um, they they tried to get him. Um, here, here's Beyond Creative. He says that <laughs> T-shirt idea going to SEC championship and thereafter. Quote, Leave your receiver excuses at the door. Hey, go ahead and trademark that uh, creative. I'm sure you can probably draw up something make it look nice. JT, man, we appreciate you coming on, my friend. If you if, thank you, JT. If you're not catching us here live on UGA Sports and you want some dog, just college football information in general, JT's got you covered on TikTok. Let them know where to find you, JT. Thank you, my friends. We will be over on the TikTok app. Uh, uh, username the underscore dog, of course, D-A-W-G, underscore father, usually live every night. So if you're looking for a little entertainment, tune in here first, then come see me. There you Did go. You, you, you caught me the other day when I finally, you finally found out who I was. Yeah. <laughs> I went in there yeah, and I said, I, I, man, isn't that POS show great? And he was like, you know, I, I'm normally on here. I don't get to watch it too often. And he goes, hold on, wait a second. I know who that was. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was good. JT, man, take care, man, and God bless. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you, boys. Thanks, JT. Yeah, see, JT's the man on TikTok. Yeah, he's awesome over there. Um, I always kind of go in there and mess with him. If I if I see him online, I always talk about UGA sports. Guys, before we do Braves real quick, let's jump over. Let's stay in football. Let's go GHSA real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, we had some folks asking about this, some great games. So if you're in the Georgia area, some great games coming up uh, in 7A. Boy, Buford and Grayson? Mm. Come on now. Come on. Go see Riola against against the Grayson Rams and their defense. Pretty good, Andy. Uh, these other three sets. So 7A is in the Elite Eight right now. You've got Walton and Carrollton. So Juju yeah. Lewis is still around. Walton's a tough team, though, boys. Yeah, um, you've got they both North there. Gwinnett 48 to 19. They stomped right. them. Right. Then you've got Mill Creek and Camden County. Mill Creek's always a tough out. Camden County comes from the south down there. Looks great. And then the uh, the last bracket has Colquitt County. 
yeah. versus Milton. That's also going to be a banger of a game. Um, 7A is absolutely loaded. What about 6A, though, Andy? What, what are we looking at over there? Oh, so this, got, is Eddie, this is Eddie's place. All right. So, all right. Well, we'll, we'll start with Lee County. They're, they're going to play Douglas County. And uh, Lee County beat Lovejoy 50-6 to six, um, Friday night. I mean, they stomped them. And <laughs> Douglas beat – I don't even know how to say this. Sequoia, maybe? 48-14. Yeah. yeah, they killed them. But, yeah, the Roswell versus the Maris fighting Eddie's for Macworth. They <laughs> Roswell <laughs> Roswell beat Lanier 59-27. to 27, And the fighting yeah. Eddie's beat Brunswick 41-14. to 14. So, hey, it's the first time Maris has played Roswell in 38 years because of all the, you know, distribution. Where is, where is Maris? What city is Maris in? Uh, it's in Dunwoody, but they lost the coin flip, so it's in Roswell. The game's in Roswell. So, Oh, were they both one seeds? Oh, they yes, were. They, they lost the coin flip. So Maris always loses the coin flip. I, I already talked to Paul. Remember we had him on? He said, yeah. yeah, we lost it. We always lose it, so we're going to Roswell. But uh, he said this is going to be a really tough game for him. So they always are. Look at everybody shouting out their uh, high schools here. We've got uh, Trojans, Leesburg, Georgia, Mark Turnipseed. Foster Moss says Terrence Milton's the OC at Milton, isn't he? I think he is. Mm -hmm. think That's he right. Is. That's right. Yeah, he is. Uh, we've got Go Camden from uh, Brett. Look at all these folks coming out the woodworks when you shout out their high school. It's crazy. Gainesville, Woodward Academy. Woodward Academy just had a kid uh, decommit that is looking around safety. Uh, not saying he's going to come to Georgia, but – um, he was an FSU commit four star and he was at Georgia Tech this past weekend. So yeah, he won't go Georgia there. might see what he's looking like. Gainesville has turned it around tremendously up here by me. They uh, brought in that coach from, oh, what, what was the school on two a days? Hoover from Hoover. And uh, he's turned that program around. And then Rome versus Thomas County Central. Shout out to Double G, Gary yeah. Gilbreth. That's his team, Thomas County Central down there in 6A. Uh, and then we've got uh, Corey saying Tiff County Blue Devils. Where are they at? Were they still in here? What about 5A, Andy? What are we looking like? Well, so 5A this week you got um, Warner Robins are going to play Creekside. And Warner Robins beat Ware County. They, it was close, 23 to 21. So uh, okay. that was real close. Okay. And you got Cartersville versus Jenkins. And Cartersville beat Eastside 28 to 9. And Jenkins beat Dutchtown 28 to 27. So they just got Ooh, by that one. Yeah, beat. Just got in. Just got in. And you got Harris County. They're going to play Jefferson. And Harris County beat Andy State 42 to 7. Yeah. And Caldwell County, and then you got um, Jenkins, or you got Jefferson beat Hiram forty-two to twenty-one, and then the final game of that bracket, you got um, Cass versus Coffee. Cass beat Mays seventeen to seven, and Coffee beat Jones County forty-five fourteen. Cass and Sokovi, Sokovi White, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. correct. You got Sokovi's him. a stud. He needs, and quit, then, uh, he needs to quit retweeting that that Alabama crap. Yeah, <laughs> and then real, real quick, going, we'll just shout out the rest of the teams that are in here real quick. 4A, you've got North Oconee still around versus Benedictine. That's going to be a hell of a matchup. Stockbridge and Spalding, uh, Central Carrollton, I guess that is, versus Stars Mill, Stevenson and Perry also in here. 3A, you got Mary Persons versus Cedar Grove, Calvary Day versus Wesleyan, Lumpkin County versus Savannah Christian. Savannah Christian's got some boys on that team. They got mm. no player uh, yeah. next year on that team. Uh, Monroe area versus Carver Columbus. Shout out to the old alma mater there. I got you. Over Columbus. I had to put him in there. 2A, you got Callaway and Fitzgerald, Pierce County, Fellowship Christian, Rockmart, Toombs County, Columbia, and Cook still left. 1A, Division II, Clinch County, Manchester, Telfair County, Macon County. These are small towns down there in South Georgia. Early County, Sheely County, Dooley County, and Bowden or Bowden. And then Bowden. in 1A, Elbert County around, yeah. Raven County still around, Commerce still around, Prince Avenue still around. So a lot of hometown teams there for uh, 
those that are in and around Athens. Hey, and if, I had, if I had if I two to watch, obviously Buford because they're loaded with talent. But if you're a Georgia fan, you got to watch Dylan Rayola and tune into Carrollton. I mean, Juju, yeah. yes, he's committed, but my goodness, this kid is good. Exactly. And Georgia's yeah. looking to flip him. What is hey, he a sophomore? Isn't that right, Paul? He's a yeah. sophomore. He's 2026. He is yeah. a stud. Here's the crazy thing, Eddie. They're on the left side of the bracket, and Buford just happens to be on the right. Yep. Carrollton wins two games. They win this lead eight. They win the final four. Buford does the same on their side of the bracket, and we've got a Dylan Rayola versus Juju Lewis. Boys, if that happens, let's go. Yeah, I was gonna say us three. Let's go. We'll, UGA, we'll go. we're we're gonna do all yeah. all things call in show that night. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. We'll, awesome. uh, we'll you, yo, I'm serious. I'm serious right now. Uh, yeah, I'm good. You, you down, Eddie? It's mid, it's going to be midweek, isn't it? No, you, you don't work to, anyway. You're on the phone talking radio schedule. shows. What are you? you got, your house has its own uh, name. Oh, okay. I'm in, you, boys. I'm you can there. leave Betty one like three day, three hours or something. Betty will be fine. Just I, have, I hate the both of you. you just have that? the you know have your maids and all those just clean <laughs> the house for you. It's okay. Have the butler have the steak ready when you get there. It's all right. 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 Okay. Exactly. Okay. I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> No, well, let's uh, let's guys. We had to start a little late, and we're gonna have to get out of here because uh, film don't lie starts on yeah yeah um, eight thirty eight thirty five yeah so we, we probably can't week. get and that's my fault. We internet was messing okay. up for the first fifteen minutes. Let's bring in Dane Young here real quick. Dane, we oh, couldn't gosh. even talk about the uh, the Braves or the for all of our sanity, the Falcons. We went heavy on the dogs tonight, and then we shouted out a little bit of high school football. Yeah. How how many bowl games would have fewer credentialed media than a Rayola and Juju Lewis final? Because there would there would be a lot. There would GHSA be GHSA might have to bring in some guards to. Yeah. That's why I said. That's why I said. Look, I'll just go as a fan of football. I won't even try to go get a sideline pass. I'll go pay my admission for that game if, if Juju Lewis versus Dylan Rayola. I would do it. Yeah. Hell, I'll go for it. There may be more media members of that game than there are the Falcons games. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Damn right there will be. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> you're probably there'll be right. more fans in the stands for sure. <laughs> You'd probably be right. Um speaking of uh people watching in, there's gonna be a ton of folks f- uh trickling in for film don't lie. What's on the uh what's on the menu tonight, Dane? Did you happen to take a gander at the title? I didn't. No, I, I went yeah, I know to... you've been having inter- look the we we try to to theme these things out to what fans are talking about and then what we saw on tape if it validates that. So it's Carson Beck Heisman question mark. Man, you know, wait, can you change that to an exclamation point? I don't think it's quite there because if you see what what's going no, on, I, I mean, I mean to show up in New York. I don't mean to win. Oh it. yeah, I mean he, he's got a shot to be a finalist, but he, he's not going to. I, Real, I think this is almost locked down at this point. I think Jayden, you, but you've got me. You've got me curious here, Dane. Have they updated the fi, uh, the Heisman race? The odds. odds? Last Let's I saw see. it, he was fifth on the. Uh, Which that's around the range that you know Stetson was what fourth uh, in yeah, voting. Yeah. So that's probably around the same range that Carson Beck would end up. Being. All right. So I don't does, know. It, does it include the SEC championship, Dane, or is it before that? Does it, do those stats are those stats included? I can't ever remember. They got Bo Nix as the leader. If I remember right, Eddie, they vote before, but the ceremony's after. So it includes those stats or not? It does not include SEC championship, I don't think. Because that would pad the stats an extra week that other people wouldn't have. 
Okay. Right, so that's the way I remember this, but I could be wrong. No, I think from you're right because they just do the 12 games because it's fair yeah, for everyone. I think you're right, Dave. Yeah. What I'm seeing here, guys, is Bo Nix is the favorite right now. Jaden Daniels right behind him. So plus 110, plus 140 for those two. Michael Penix Jr., plus 500. Marvin Harrison Jr., for whatever reason, he's still getting some hype at plus 3,000. Then they've got Carson Beck at plus 3,300. Then it drops off tremendously to Jalen Milrow at plus 12,500. Yeah. Uh, so Jayden he's top he, he was responsible for 606 yards against Florida, responsible for, what, eight touchdowns against Georgia State. I get it's Georgia State. But it, I don't care who you're playing. It's impressive what he's been doing down there. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to end up being the Heisman winner. But the fact that Carson Beck is in the discussion is so much further ahead than anything that I would have ever predicted with him. What do they take? Five? Do they take five? Say, I think they, they take four. Five, four? It, it, depends, four? it depends on number of votes. They've had as yeah, few as three uh, and as many yeah, as five. It okay. does. Yeah, so um, – yeah, you know, after looking at that, I would say uh, Carson in New York. Uh, I'll go on a limb and say, yeah, I'll say yeah. he's there. I don't know that it's a uh, he's going to get he's going to get 400 yards and five TDs this, this weekend against Tech, and then he's going to catapult himself up to third. How about that? Hey, question: Just yes or no? Carson Beck will be back next year, even though Georgia wins the national championship. Yes, yes no? he's coming back. That's my prediction. No, no. No, I agree. Yeah. All right, guys. Bad, stand by. Bad quarterbacks in the NFL. He'll fix. Yeah, stand by. Hey, we appreciate you guys. We had a huge show out of support for this show uh, tonight, and it just continues to grow. It was our baby, our think tank that Eddie and Andy and I came up with, and I'm so glad you guys enjoy it. Hopefully, it's something a little bit different uh, for you guys. And make sure you stick around. We're going to end this live. Dane and uh, the doc will be on in just a few minutes, right after us for Film Don't Lie. Great series, and we will see you next Sunday. Uh, after Georgia Tech stomps, uh, what? Oh, what? 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 Oh, cliffhanger. We'll see you next week. <laughs>